entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Gibbs' birthday today, and Curtis loves the Bee Gees anyway. The name of the song is actually Fanny, and this goes out to that corrupt idiot DA in Fulton County, Georgia, Fanny Willis. Fanny, on Barry Gibbs' birthday, 7-11 on your Friday morning. Bill White was just great. Still to come, Andrew Giuliani, and then the one-two punch of President Trump and Rudy Giuliani. I was just asked by Fox News, Brian Kilmeade, to stop by today, which I'll do coming up at 1230, excuse me, 1130. I'll be live on Fox News Radio, which we do carry here. So you get uh, me and then uh, more of me and then Curtis. Curtis gets big ratings noon to one every weekday afternoon. Big ratings all weekend long doing the overnight show. Does tremendous work alongside me at this time every weekday morning. And he has become the voice of New York. He's an icon. He's a legend. Mr. Guardian Angel. But he's upset about so many things with oh. me this morning. Oh. I don't even know where to start. Oh, well, let me start first. You talked about Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia. Yeah. And then you slipped in Jack Kemp. I did, yeah. The great quarterback. I'm thinking 1962, he fades back. Not the Vikings, but the San Diego Chargers. 70 yards down the field to Bambi Lance Allworth. One of the 100 greatest NFL players of all time, Lance Allworth, fastest white boy ever to play the game. Very impressive. Now, you're going all the way back to the AFL days, Curtis. Well, you weren't That's even first. Impre- you weren't even first. Oh, but, but I'm familiar with all those teams oh, and God, Kemp and Lance so Allworth. Good. And he wore white shoes. I know. It was so good. And and which, which makes me angry because, boy, you really know your stuff, Jesus. He wore white shoes, yet years later, a guy named Billy Johnson. Yes, white shoes, Johnson. Right, stole that with the Falcons. And then remember who was the quarterback who would fade back, one of the greatest Italians of all time, and would punt well, for that Houston. Was, uh, George Blander. No. Daryl LaMonica. No. Um, Daryl the Bomber LaMonica, right? I just said LaMonica. Yeah, that's right. No yeah. chicken. No <laughs> he chicken. said no, right, Daryl LaMonica. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's with a P. It's with a P. Oh, it's, it's with a P. Because George coming. Blander was a guy know, that became know, a great He would punter. kick the field goals. He would kick the field goals. You're, this talking, guy. About, you're not talking about, don't name it. No, 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 no. It'll come to me. Uh, it's with a P. He would punt like 70 yards. He would throw 70 yards to Billy White Shoes Johnson. But anyway, you caused me to die. Well, the greatest punter of all time. Daryl Pellegrini or something like that. Ray Guy was the best punter. Oh, that's time. right. That's true. But, but you're oh, angry with me okay, today yes. because most of my shows are about you, which they are. I mean, you, you have made you, you individually, singly, have, have made this uh, a big-time show. But you're noticing early on today 
that you've kind of been pushed back for Trump, and you don't like. No, that. no, no. It isn't that. I've never seen you walk in here like a fashion plate like this this morning. <laughs> yeah. You're such a rude man, a blood clot, a Yankee man. In advance of the West Indian Day Parade, a dandy, a close horse. My God, I remember my son Carter before his bar mitzvah. They actually let me come to the Beamer at the Reform Synagogue. He was all like, oh, yeah, you're like a little kid like that. You're bar mitzvah all over again. <laughs> you know, not like your bris with a moil. You know, Rabbi Joe Potashnik was blindfolded with a, uh, a Ginsu knife in his hand. You would think so. They took a bit too much that morning, but I've been okay, thanks. I'm telling you, oh, my God, <laughs> the idolatry you're in. You've never, oh, you're, you're all for toots. You're all for touch. I am, yes. I've got my uh, beautiful gay, uh, talking about Bill White, Joe Abood, Moccasins oh, on. Joe Abood, they thought he was gay, and he wasn't gay. <laughs> no, Bill he's White is clearly gay, and they thought that Jack Kemp was gay. Did and you know that? That's true, yes. They well, thought he, that he, were, he liked Trouser Trout there. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was just a rumor just that wasn't rumor. true. Do well, not sully the <laughs> reputation of Jack Kemp, who ran as vice president with Bob Dole. Wasn't he? Yes. Uh, didn't he run for governor, too, or am I crazy? No, no, no. Congressman uh, there from Buffalo. Oh, he was great. And, and he was flat tax, gold standard. He was yeah. a great guy. Great guy. People loved him. Uh, thank you to Corey Zelnick, by the way. He loves Bill White. Oh, are you talking about Dan Pastorini? Yes, yes, Dan Pastorini. But no, he played for the Houston Oilers. Yes, but that's Billy White Shoes Johnson also. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. You sure? I, I got how much he got no, in your no, pocket. No, you're right, you're right. It was, it was Burroughs, Billy White, yes, Chu yes, Johnson, yes. Earl Campbell was the running back. And then he would drop back and punt like 70 yes, yards. Yes, yes, Excellent job. Oh, like God. Oh, Corey God. Zelnick and Bobby Hartman texted me that. And he was one of those uh, AFC victims like Burt Jones with Baltimore yes, yes. who could never beat Terry Bradshaw That's on the Pittsburgh right. Steelers. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I'm, I'm, I'm fading back. Uh, those were the days. The New Jersey Generals, Donald Trump. No, no, no. Wait a second. Oh. Flu. Walker, you, you, know, you know, my father had season tickets for the Generals. Yes, yeah, you told yes. me. You so, were down there, met life. Even before they drafted Heisman Trophy Award winner Doug Flutie out of Boston College, the starting quarterback, one of the all-time greats from the Cardiac Kids, the Cleveland Browns, Brian Seip yes. was the first oh, quarterback. Oh, Brian Seip. <laughs> oh, they go back to Milk Plum. Yes. Milk Plum, right? Yes. Detroit Lions, remember? Cleveland uh, Browns, <laughs> they played Thanksgiving Day. Break uh, the wishbone of That's the turkey. Right. And the, oh. ba- the backfield you mentioned was uh, Herschel Walker and his running mate went on to play for the Giants, a guy named Maurice Carthon. You know, people don't realize, you go north of Orlando, you mentioned Herschel Walker, right? That's Florida, right? There. Oh, he's one of ours, you know, Georgia Bulldog. Hey, wait, what about Florida? No, 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 Herschel. It's like you might as well be in Georgia in northern Florida. I know. So I, I saw this uh, yesterday, the Rockaway Times. Ooh. Is a local paper. <laughs> you're funny. I love it. You know I love papers. I I'm know. a clutterer. I know you do. You, you, you're a hoarder. You're a uh, paper hoarder. So I read The Wave. My good buddy Mark Healy works there. I read The Rockaway Times. And I see this on page 11. Dear Editor, and it's titled Kurt on Curtis. When are people going to realize that Curtis Sliwa is nothing more than a self-serving pompous bozo in a red cap? He yells and screams. And guess what? We still get migrants moved into the places he gets arrested in front of. I went to the Floyd Benefield rally and thought to myself, why am I at a Curtis for mayor rally? He doesn't care about us Rockaway people or the immigrants. All he cares about is what he's going to talk about on his ridiculous show in the morning. Who's paying this guy for these stunts? He actually lives for our demise so he can pretend he cares and helps. I also heard he called our council member a bitch. That was me. 
Thank you, not Curtis. Joanne Ariola. I don't take it back. Can I call her a bimbo? Yes, you did. Okay, thank you. I hope it's because she called him out for being the loser that he is. And here's where I come in. Shame on the other guy. No name. Shame on the other guy who lives in my neighborhood or your neighborhood. Really? Okay. You live in my neighborhood, lady. That's also on the radio. He's starting to sound just like Curtis. Thank you. That's a compliment. She goes, I agree. Really something to aspire to. Curtis is a curse to anything he touches. Get a real job, Curtis, for once in your life. And it says Carol O. Oh, that's Joanne Ariola. No doubt about it. There's right? Right? no doubt about no it. No doubt about that's it. That's her poison pen letter. Uh, Joe, come on, Joanne. Be honest. Just sign your name to it. We know you hate me. And because Sid is in solidarity with me, we're the two horsemen now trying to lead folks out there in the Rockaways that you abandoned to prevent Floyd Benefield from becoming a migrant center and Fort Tilden. You forgot Fort Tilden. So, hey. Uh, I put my stake in Tom Sullivan, Mike Sullivan, the Sullivan family, and not you, Joanne Ariola, oh, and your you friend there. All the But anyway. That breezy point, of course. And, and let me make this clear, too, to this uh, to Joanne and this lady. Uh, you've never heard me or Curtis blame the, the migrants. We do call them illegals. Yes. So we're not in love with them, and we both say we don't want them here. And I'm going to say it again. I don't want them here, not because I hate them, not because some of them don't deserve an opportunity. We just don't have room. But well, look, we don't look. blame them. We blame the politicians. Ariola and Pfeiffer want them to do yard work, you know, because they can pay them <laughs> under the table, right? right? But anyway, let me tell you something. Why I'm more in tune with the Rockaways than the both of those women? Because you won when you ran for mayor. Yeah, no, not anybody. even for that. Because with this mayor talking about, oh, the American dream, let's let these illegal aliens work quick. So he wants illegals to work. But all those civil servants fired for not taking the vaccine can't get their jobs back? Right. You sanctimonious hypocrite, <laughs> Eric Adams. You yeah, sanctimonious yeah, hypocrite. Sure. You won't give them their jobs back unless they beg. Yeah, Please sure. give me the shot yeah. in my tucker so you can <laughs> see it. I'm sorry that I offended you, Eric Adams. Americans, you won't give them their, their jobs back. Many of them who served in the military, many of them who taught in schools, were in the hospitals when all of a sudden it was the lockdown and the pandemic, right? And then he threw them into the street. But an illegal alien who's not vaccinated, right? Oh, give them a job. Give them a job. I hate them all because they hate Americans. They put illegals first and Americans last. Uh, you're so, right. yeah, Joanne Ariola and P5 from Pfeiffer, I stand for Americans in the Rockaways who were tossed aside and, and were told, you can't work anymore. Now, of course, I never called Joanne Ariola a bitch. What I said was when she came on the show, she was bitchy, which is not the same, by the way. Uh, that morning, she was bitchy. I never called her that. So once again, this lady. Well, it was just, no, she call they me don't a, care. No, yeah. she called me a blozo, so the mayor called me a buffoon. But I need your help right, Well, here. the mayor also called you a racist. I know. Which but, is a heck of a lot then he, worse. Goes, he calls everybody a racist who's white because we're crackers in his mind. I need help, though. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation. 
consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You were a proud attendee of Baruch College with your sharpened number two pencil, like all good book boys, right? Except J-Lo was there. You were probably chasing her tail at the time. I need you to pull out your sharpened number two pencil and figure out as an accountant what the hell the mayor was talking about the other day when he was trying to explain where $4 billion would be spent. Because, as you know, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb was saying, you haven't given us one invoice, not one receipt for the $1.5 billion that we gave you for the illegals. Are you prepared, accountant Sid Rosenberg? I don't know if I'm prepared. Don't forget, I went for accounting, but I ended up doing radio. <laughs> Yeah, but wait a second. You're Jewish and yes. Chinese. It's in your DNA. Oh, let's go. Let's have it. It's in your DNA. Let, let's, let's have it. it. Let's hear it, Josh. And then there was an analysis of the invoicing. Many people don't understand. We're not getting dollar for dollar for every invoice we give the, the state. We're getting 29% per dollar. So the entire billion dollars that were out that was allocated. We won't get that until we spend over $4 billion. We haven't spent over $4 billion. We spent something like $1.7 billion. So the t- every time we give an invoice, they do an- look at the invoice and give us 29% of that. So there was no way we can draw down on a whole billion dollars because we haven't spent over $4 billion yet. What the hell is he uh, talking uh, about? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, Normally that's... in business, right, <laughs> yeah. you give a three-month leeway. You know, the vendor, you know, they expect to be uh, paid in three months. What is he talking about? you got to spend $4 billion before he gives an invoice to the state, to Tom DiNapoli, the controller, or to the governor for the $1.5 billion he got? Sounds like mathematical trickology. Sounds to me, that with all these no-bid contracts he's given out to friends, to Eric Adams, that he's covering up what is obviously a fiscal time bomb that's been dropped on our heads because we're the taxpayers who have to subsidize this shit. That's it. When you can't even explain it. You, you you are Jewish, right? I know you wanted uh, to be born Italian. I am Italians Jewish. don't make yes. the best accountants in the world. But come on, man. That makes no sense. I mean, even J-Lo with her number two pencil graduated Baruch. No <laughs> Chinese guy could figure that out with an abacus. No one can figure that out, no. No, no one can figure that out. And I did hear Eric Adams talk yesterday once again about the American dream, mm. which he keeps going back to. And, of course, you know, we love all that. My grandparents are from Russia, Poland, all that. I'm sure your, your grandparents are from Italy. Is that right, Italy? Yeah, yeah. Could I, could I play the one cut yes. in which he talked yes. about that? Please, please, if you can play that cut, if you have that. Uh, all right. Apparently, he doesn't have that. So, anyway, he starts talking about the Irish. Does he not? You know, he didn't do well in Bayside High School. That's obvious. Because Irish need not apply. Do you know at one time they had New York Times want ads? 
This is years ago in which it said, and if you happen to be Irish and Roman Catholic, you need not apply. You can't have this shot. So that's number one. Number two, he mentioned Japanese. How many Japanese were in New York City? He meant Chinese. He didn't want to say Chinese because they voted for me and not for him. First Republican ever running for mayor who had the Asian vote. The Chinese were sent back right before the Civil War because there were too many here, according to people, and they were competing in the job market. They sent them back. And then Italians in 1920, they sent them back. This guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. And Jews, you couldn't get a job from Gentiles. I know. Well, do you want that cut, the one you're talking about? Play, look, play that. Play that with uh, Curtis. Is Imagine about. if that right was stripped away from you. I don't care if you were the early Irish, early Italians, uh, the early Jews, the early Japanese, the early, the early, the early. No matter who you are, where you came from, you came here to pursue the American dream. What's the early, early, early? I didn't know. Well, that I, don't know I don't know what that means either. He I was struggling. He said Japanese. I mean, how many Japanese? Were there? <laughs> and then in World War II, they put him in internment camps, you idiot. Uh, I- well, this guy doesn't know his history. It's like, yeah, you're Japanese. All right, internment camp. We're at war with Emperor, the Emperor uh, General Tojo, Admiral Yamamoto. Hi, 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 hi. This guy what a does mess. not know history. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Um, he thinks everybody, oh, they, they just came in. Ellis Island, as you mentioned, Sid, you had to have a sponsor. Let me tell you a brief story about my grandfather, Fidelo Bianchino, from Andrea, a little town in Bari, uh, on the Adriatic Sea near the Southern Boot. He would show up, shape up for work at the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel when they were digging it. Lots of men died in that, you know, cave-ins and such. Every day he would show up. By then, the Irish were not only uh, being hired, they were the uh, supervisors, they were the foremen. And they would look at everyone who shaped up, and they would say, Hey, guess what? No guineas, no dagos, no wops today. Go home, maybe tomorrow there'll be some work for you. And my grandfather, Fidel Bianchino, had to suck it in, walk all the way back just to show up the next day and hope he'd be able to work to get a bowl of pasta vazul. That was it, and a piece of Italian bread for all of his 13 kids and my beloved grandmother, Nicoletta Bianchino. Hey, Eric Adams, I'll do a tutorial for you in terms of history. Because you have no idea. And let me tell you this. The next time you talk about giving jobs to illegal aliens, what about all those civil servants that you fired with a smile on your face for not taking the vaccine and they can't get their jobs back unless they buck and bow and kiss your black ass? But migrants, they don't get vaccines and you want them to work? Hey, Eric Adams, you're a self-hating American. 